Hola. Hola. Bienvenidos a Lightspeed Spanish. Bienvenidos. This is... I love those arms. This is... Bienvenidos. Have you been working out? Yeah. Um, this is an early intermediate uh, lesson. And so we'll be doing it in English, obviously referring to Spanish. And this is a suggestion that referring comes from Eric Morris. <laughs> Eric Morris. Hola, Eric. Hola, Eric. From Canada. Winnipeg. Vale? And Eric is going to ask us a, a couple of things about the past tense. Okay? Entonces, mm -hmm. nos vemos. Oh, we can't pick on his name. It's very straightforward. Uh, there's nothing, straightforward nothing that can go wrong with Eric Morris. Yeah. We're from? Canada. Winnipeg. 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 Hmm? Sounds familiar. And strange at the same time. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> okay, entonces nos vemos en la segunda parte. Okay, so we have this message from Eric, and he, he's written it in Spanish, and he writes very nicely. He said, Hola, Cynthia y Gordon. Hola. Yeah. <laughs> Cynthia y Gordon, no Gordon ni Cynthia. <laughs> Importancia. Ooh, jealous. Yeah, sí, sí, sí. Eh? Antes que nada, quiero agradeceros por todo lo que hacéis. Vuestros vídeos me han servido de gran ayuda en mi... Eh, camino hacia la fluidez en español y siempre me encanta escucharos. Gracias. Pero bueno, vengo aquí para dejaros una sugerencia para un vídeo. Yo diría que tengo un nivel más o menos avanzado de español, pero aún así todavía me resulta muy difícil saber cuándo se debe utilizar el imperfecto y el indefinido en algunos casos, sobre todo con los verbos pensar, creer y ser. Okay. So, let's work on... Los verbos interesantes. Interesantes. Pensar, creer y ser. Mm -hmm. So, and he's talking about using that in the imperfect past and then the indefinite or the preterite past, yeah? Okay. So, um, let's have a look at pensar first. Okay. So, pensar. We've got pensaba. Pensaba. And we'll just use the your form, yeah? Pensaba yeah. y pensé. Yes. Okay. Now, I've heard, uh, for example, uh, pensé que blah, blah, blah. And I've heard, pensaba que blah, blah, blah. When do we use pensé? I think there's a, such a fine line there that I think, I don't think there's um, that big of a difference with that verb. For example, pensé. pensé que no venías. Pensaba que no venías. How does that strike you? Pensaba que no venías. Pensé que no venías. <laughs> For example, the ones I would choose, uh, when I would choose the preterite, it's when you say, pensé en, en dejarte, no sé, en prepararte la cena para cuando llegases. Like, I thought about, you know, I thought, I thought that you would like that. Mm -hmm. In that case, I would use preterite. Pensé. Yeah, pensé que te gustaría saber esto. I thought you would like to know that. I thought you would, all of this, I thought you would, or I thought that, that would be pensé. Right. Okay. Um, you know, for example, you, you, has it got to do it's with... It's like a moment of, of thought, yeah? Right. Like, oh, I think it like that. It's just, a, it's, it's not like, 
ongoing, suppose, or it's like, oh, he'd like to know that. Pensé que te gustaría saberlo. Um, do you think? Do you think it has anything to do with then following through on that thought of, of uh, you know, I thought you would like have having some food ready, and here it is. Or has it got nothing to do with then acting on that thought? Right, for example, I'll give you an example. You mind if you say, oh, I thought you would like to have some food ready. Pensé que te gustaría tener... There you are, I thought you would like to have that. When I'm giving it to you, yeah? uh -huh. I thought you would like to have that. But then if the person says, no, I don't want it. <laughs> I didn't want that. I could say, oh, pensaba que te iba a gustar. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking that. I don't yeah. know, it would be different then. Instead of so, I thought. Right, so it's kind of like... But again, it's not like a massive deal that it would no. be... But for, for a native that, pensé que te gustaría tener esto. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's kind of like a moment of thought and then you, you're doing something and then that, that, yeah. it's done. It's like this little like inspiration moment. Yeah, pensé. Um, does it work for example you could use creer with that couldn't you creer okay it would be exactly the same wouldn't it yo creí que te gustaría tener yeah that same feel of because pensar and creer really are, are, are yeah, synonymous yeah creí que creí que debería saberlo I thought no I believe that you you should know for example yeah yeah mm -hmm. And have you, you've taught me, haven't you? Yes, I've just yeah, told you. And you, I've just said, and then, I thought that you'd like yeah. to know. And when you say, pensé que te gustaría tener comida ya preparada, it's ready, uh, isn't uh, it? Yes. So it's kind of linked to this, I thought that this would be nice, I've done it, because I thought it would be nice. Uh-huh. It's like I, I thought... I suppose it's the same as in English, yeah? When you say, I thought you'd like to know. Absolutely, you said it's that done. when you've said the person, right. the thing, yeah? So that's that feel of, of using the preterite. Yes. But the pensaba... Oh, yo pensaba que te habría gustado. And then I realized that is not true. And then I would use the pensaba. Uh -huh. I, went, I had a thought then, and then it, I realized it wasn't true. Uh -huh. Like, pensaba que te iba a gustar la cena. I thought you, you, would, you would have liked uh, dinner, for example. Yeah. Or supper or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. But again, there's a really fine line because sometimes you can... Depending on what you mean, again. Mm. Yeah. What about that that sentence? You know, you know that you know that um, that sentence of because yo te quise. Yeah. Yeah, you can say siempre te quise. Siempre, siempre te, te he quise. querido. Mm -hmm. Siempre te, te quise. Te quise mucho. Uh -huh. Yeah. When you say that, is it over? Yes. I don't love you anymore. I mean, well, I'm talking about then. Yeah, but if you say to somebody, siempre te quise, what's oh, the sensation? Uh, siempre te quise. Siempre te quise. Maybe I still love you now, but it's like, mm, I don't know. Mm. It could be both. Because if you say, siempre te he querido, to me, that yeah, siempre te he querido is definitely it's, it's still ongoing. ongoing. I'm still siempre there. Yeah. Because mm. you used to shout, "Adios, te quise." 
Eh? Yeah, just say that jokingly to the kids. I don't remember that, but <laughs> okay. But like, um, bye, I loved you. Siempre te quise. If I had to choose one, then I would say it's over. Yeah. Typically, following the rules of the preterite, which is it comes to an end, tequise, but, but in some oh. countries where they don't use the, the present perfect, that could have a completely different meaning. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it could be both, yeah. <laughs> depending on where you are. But if I had to choose it, it would be over. Yeah. All right. So we've, we've talked about pensar creer and then ser, ser, which is a bit more complex, isn't it? Ser. These are weird because if you had another Spanish-speaking person with me... They might have a different opinion. Yeah. They could say, well, I think I would use it, you know? Sure. Particularly if they're from other countries. Yeah. They would have another perception of... It's true. ...of how to use... It's true. So it's kind of like, you know, for example, if, if I said... If I said to you... Eh, bueno, yo pensaba que, que te iba a gustar. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Or, then that means that you found out that I don't like it, for example. Yeah. It's what I thought. I was thinking that you were going to like it, but yeah. you don't. Yeah, pensaba, yeah. pensaba que, te, que te iba a gustar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you... Well, in English you would say I thought, anyway. So. But if you look at that, that structure, pensaba que te iba a gustar. I'm using two imperfects. So this is showing that that's not the case. It's just what I thought, yeah? But pensé que te gustaría. Pensé que te right? gustaría. That's a different structure. That's preterite with the conditional. Exactly. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Which is a very different structure, which is, I, you know, I thought that you'd like this. Yeah? I'm not... And, and you probably will. Yeah? So, two very different structures. But again, could you say, pensaba que... Pues yo pensaba que te gustaría... Maybe somebody would say that. Again, I mean, people from... From Spanish-speaking countries could be watching this and saying, well, I would say, because it happens, you know, well, I would say... So I leave that open for, you know... Mm. But typically that's, but how, I, that's, that's how you use it, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you what I feel would be the the uh, the typical use of that. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. And the uh, meaning of it. Mm-hmm. And as for... As for the... I think the, the, the ser probably needs to be another lesson because it's a lot more complex when you get into fui... O era. And, and saber as well. Saber is interesting. Mm-hmm. Have we got saber there? No. Only ah. pensar, creer. Uh, exactly, a, yeah. Saber yeah. is an interesting one as well. The, the supe, sabía. Supe mm-hmm. Yeah. Supe la verdad. Well, with that one, actually, the trick is, for example, no sabía. I didn't know. Well, I didn't know that. That's a typical one. No sabía. But with supe, you need something else. I didn't know until that happened. Mm-hmm. It's like find out. When you use the preterite with saber, yeah. it, the, the sense is I found out. The moment. I learned at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I found out at that moment uh-huh. this, the truth. It's yeah? the same, same as darse cuenta to, to, yeah. to realize, yeah. to but, find out. But the typical of I didn't know, it's the no lo sabía. No lo sabía. We wouldn't say no lo ah. supe. Yeah. No lo supe hasta entonces. I didn't know until then. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't have that information until then. I didn't learn that until then. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize until then. then didn't it realize. Be yeah, uh-huh. yeah. 
But we'll yeah. do we'll do another we'll do another lesson on on said. Maybe we'll do a little review on said and estad with the preterite and the the. Imperfect. Well, it's only it's only said. He's fine with estad. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fine with estad, uh, Eric? Well, but yeah, definitely the the said is a lot more involved than than the these ones. But I'm trying to think where the problem would be with said, for example. Give me a yeah. <laughs> I was Honestly, a policeman. I, I was a policeman. Ah, okay. Things like that, yeah. With them, yeah. Oh, he was a good person. We policia era policia. So it's a bit more. It's a bit more involved. Yeah. But for you, it would be uh, yo era policia. Why? Typically, no. Yo era policia antes. Yo fui policia sounds very distant uh -huh. and very specific years of time. Of course, specific. yeah. Because like, fui policía... Diez años. Um, sí, de, de 1995 al 2000. And then, yes. Like, you're yeah. giving me a very specific time frame. Sure, yeah. But It, in general, like, before I was a police officer, uh -huh. era policía. It's like saying, oh, I used to be a policeman. Yeah. Do it, that. Yeah. But the rule is, if you can measure it, if you're going to measure it, you've got to preterite. it. So that's why, if you want to say, I was a policeman... For ten years, there is no choice. You've got to say yeah. "fui." Yeah. You can't Even say if it's ten years, because some people think, "Oh, but if it's if it's a, a long amount of time, like a decade, fifty years, then it can't be a pressure because it's long." Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. It doesn't matter. It's measured, so preterite. yeah, measured. Yeah. So there you have it, Eric. I hope that that helped. I mean, we we probably covered. We probably scratched the surface of of all of the times that you would use imperfect and preterite with those <laughs> verbs but they are they are valuable that kind of idea of uh, this is what I thought and I acted on it because I thought you would like it or oh my god I thought you would like it but you haven't yeah for example slightly different yeah okay bueno and now a word from our sponsor by the way I want to request something oh. right? I want to request something. Remember not to request or do a sponsors in Irish, okay? Ah, time to overcome it. <laughs> I want to request something. Not Scottish. <laughs> okay. I am going or to Welsh. set up, I'm going to set up a Telegram group, okay? Specifically. And We all, already have a Telegram group. No, this is a separate Telegram group. Okay. What I would like to offer you is if you have an interesting accent okay all you've got to do is join the telegram group and leave Define an audio interesting accent an accent from anywhere that's that you, you would example, say uh, an example it doesn't really matter <laughs> uh, canadian accent um geordie accent scottish accent irish accent australian accent uh you know american uh, from new zealand uh, new from zealand whatever just whatever but what the idea is this all you've got to do is join the telegram group and leave an audio just in the audio you say and now a word from our sponsors that's all you have to say but whatever accent you've got you've got to exaggerate the accent so if it's from northern ireland make sure it's like the best accent you can do okay. wherever you are okay and what we're going to start to do is i'm going to start to add every week <laughs> Uh, I'll add accent. whatever whoever puts them on. I'll add uh, a, a now a word from our sponsors onto this, okay? So that we can start. And obviously, we what I'd like you to do is 
do the and now a word from our sponsors and then just just mention where you're from all right it doesn't need to be any longer than that from blah 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 and your name and then, that's yeah. it. then they leave the telegram group yeah that's all you just need <laughs> to go in just leave it leave it no just... chatting no making friends just you know go you in can. leave your message and go <laughs> no but if you want to chat come to the lightspeed spanish chat it's always there Go to the chat because it, it, I just want this just for the accents and I'll pull them out and each week we'll have a different one. I think that'll be lovely. Okay? okay. Let's see if it, let's see if it'll work. Yeah. Okay. So that you don't get emails from people. So now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> We've just been talking about using uh, ser in the past. Yeah. In the preterite and the, the imperfect. This book here, Ser Instad Made Simple, is focuses purely on those two verbs in all... Positions and in all positions, positions. <laughs> positions. But the biggest focus, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> of the of every stand. position you can imagine, you'll find said in the start. Okay, and also every tense, every tense, exactly. And it's obviously the biggest focus is on on using the past. It helps you to understand how to use it in the present, and then it moves on to the past. Why? Because if you can't use said in the start properly in the present. You can't go into the past because if you go into the past, then it becomes like double trouble. Yeah. Like it's all over the place. And yeah. we've had we've had experiences. Some of our students um, haven't grasped the present, and then they've shot off into with the Spanish, and they've done really well. But it's like a, when they don't understand that said in a style thing, and hey, it's not easy. Then the kind of you know they end up using estaba for Which a lot of things <laughs> unnecessarily. Much. <laughs> Can it, does that even exist in English? Unnecessarily much. <laughs> sounds it does better. Now. The more I say it, if the better it sounds. Yeah, they use it unnecessarily much. <laughs> Luckily, we don't teach English. English. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, I'll put the link for this in the video. Okay. Entonces, eso es todo y ahora nos vamos. Y nos vemos. Hasta luego. Adiós. Adiós.